the book of Luke, chapter 8, verses 1 through 8. Soon afterward, he went on through cities and villages, proclaiming and bringing the good news of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him, and also some women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had gone out, and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's household manager, and Susanna, and many others who provided for them out of their means. And when a great crowd was gathering, and people from town after town came to him, he said in a parable, A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell along the path and was trampled underfoot, and the birds of the air devoured it. And some fell on the rock, and as it grew up, it withered away, because it had no moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up with it and choked it. And some fell into good soil, and grew, and yielded a hundredfold. As he said these things, he called out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Our first thought today is about what did Jesus preach? Jesus is telling everyone of the good news of the kingdom of God. What good news did Jesus preach? He didn't explain the gospel message the way we would today, that his substitutionary death on the cross would redeem us and impute his righteous life to us. Like John, he proclaimed that the kingdom of God was at hand, the Messiah had come, and that the prophecies were being fulfilled in him. In John 4, he admitted that he was the Messiah, that he could give living water and eternal life. He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. He taught that everything was changing and that now God's kingdom was for all who would believe, including Gentiles, sinners, tax collectors, the spiritually poor, those without merit. He proved his deity as he healed the sick and raised the dead to life. He called people to follow him, to know him, and declared that he and the Father are one. His heart was one of compassion with the purpose of saving the lost. Our second thought today is about the phrase, who provided for them out of their means. Something that is easy to overlook is that Jesus' ministry was in many ways supported by faithful, committed women who provided for them out of their means. You could probably make a reasonable argument that we see the women's faithfulness far more consistently than we see the men's. We live in a day and time where there is much discussion about complementarianism versus egalitarianism. Complementarianism is the viewpoint that God restricts women from serving in certain church leadership roles, pastors, elders, etc., and instead calls women to serve in equally important but complementary roles. Egalitarianism is the viewpoint that there are no biblical gender-based restrictions on ministry in the church. Women could be pastors, elders, or whatever. Something we must remember and communicate clearly is that a difference in roles does not in any way communicate a difference in value or ability. Honestly, most wives I know, including my own, are far more spiritual, gifted, and devoted to Christ than their husbands, which every wise man considers a tremendous, undeserved blessing. The struggle over leadership goes back to the garden, Genesis 3.16. God has called men to lead, but even Jesus needed good, devoted, faithful women to carry out his ministry. As challenging as it can be, 
both men and women will find their greatest satisfaction in fulfilling the roles God has given them to do. Yet we can never do them alone. We need each other for the gospel to shine. Thank you.